in the culture war, there are no winners, just podcasters. Only a few are willing to risk their lives in the face of some of the dumbest ideas to have ever captured human civilization. Every week, we, Megan Dom and Sarah Hader, humbly accept this mission in order to bring you conversations that are equal parts stunning, brave, and unhinged. Welcome to a special place in hell. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Megan. It's early again. I don't like it, our new schedule. Well, you think I like it? I'm I mean, three hours ahead of you. Yeah. Behind but, um, you. Excuse me. I'm always behind you. Right. Right. It's 7 a.m. for me. Ugh. But but here we are. We've had a lot going on. So um, we're going to talk about uh, the, the major uh, political story, major news event of uh, the week, which is our friend Coleman Hughes's TED Talk. Um, and the whole saga surrounding it. Yeah. Debacle, travesty. Uh, incredible story. Uh, and after we do that, I just want, I think just, we should let people know we are going to explain a couple things that have been going on with the podcast behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, because y'all have been, been complaining. Confusion. Yeah. Confusion and complaining. And I just want to yeah. say that it's, uh, not my fault. Not our, well, it's not my fault either. Okay. It's not At least our this. Fault. It's not, fa- it's not, our not fault. our this fault. This is not yeah. our fault. We didn't. I know. <laughs> My goal in life with pretty much anything is to have it not be my fault. Yeah. Like if I yeah. could get a ringtone, it would just ring and it would say, not your fault, not your fault, somebody else's fault. Um, so yeah, uh, we, it's been, it's been a big, uh, big week in public intellectual news. Mm-hmm. It has. And, um, big thought leader news. Yeah. Big thought say. leader news. And actually, funnily enough, I, I just got back from a crazy conference. You might call it a thought leader conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say very much about it, but mm-hmm. um, it was in Denver and uh, it was um, it was like this secret uh, convention of extremely highly intelligent people, plus me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, it was so overwhelming. It was like there were um, kind of tech tech company founders and extremely high level scientists and um couple couple journalists uh some biotech sorts of people um people who work in ai uh and um it was uh it was all off the record and we were talking about different things i don't know there're probably about 40 or 40 of us 40 or 50 um, and I'm that's not, not allowed to say who's small. there. No, it's not. It was, it was big. very, uh, wow. Yeah. Um, and did you sign I, anything like an NDA or what? Like why you don't, but it? it's all on the honor system. You are not what to are they say gonna do if you said, if you oh my something. God, they would never invite you back. This is the second time I've been, but, oh, oh. and, um, yeah, yeah. So okay. yeah, I don't, I, I want to be invited back. Um, mm. Uh, many friends of the pod were there. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we had different, different kind of discussions and, and breakout sessions, not really breakout sessions, but there were larger group discussions and smaller ones. And, um, well, what's the big takeaway from, from, all um, this? AI is going to destroy us. Okay. That was one of the big takeaways. Mm, we don't um, need to that though. Also, we need it, to go to that conference. Well, I don't understand. I still don't understand AI. I, I'm more confused than ever. And that's why it's going to destroy you. Yeah. Um, uh, in the mornings, I didn't do this, but people did a cold plunge 
that was one of the offerings. Um, there were a lot of people who were Wait, cult, like they 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 had they brought in these the well they they brought in these buckets of these giant tubs um, in the hotel and it's like six in the morning. Um, all the really high achievers would meet and they would plunge into this ice water, extremely cold water, and try to stay in there for three minutes. And this is what you this is what people who are powerful do. This is how they remain oh in power. Um, yeah, there were a lot of people there who were into maximum productivity, longevity, a couple of people there trying to live to 120, 130 mm. thereabouts. Um Okay. Yeah. I can get behind the productivity bit. I really you would like it. Maximum I know. productivity. I'm big yeah. on that. Um, yeah, there was a lot of talk about how to um I mean, yeah, the productivity, like sort of how to multitask, um, how to, you know, delegate your work. All meetings basically should be should take place while you're walking. Oh you know, man. like phone meetings or something. Oh like man. That. We should be doing this podcast while we're walking. We could be on a treadmill. Yeah. Anyway, I'm making uh, it sound very self-helpy. That this is it was re- extremely high level. A lot of stuff. Okay. So wait, why were you there? Why exactly? You there? I don't know like, why I was I, there. Okay. Very why weren't okay. you there? I know. Perplexed. I'm perplexed. I know. You. Have well, how do you, How do I get in? How do I, I can get nominate in? you. I think I should nominate you next time. Okay. And then we, but then we would be there together, and that would be weird. That if I nominated weird. you, then they might not let me come because I don't know. I th- I would say that I definitely had the lowest IQ. Like possibly by a hundred points or more. Just saying. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. It's possible. It's All possible. Saying is it's possible. It's anything is um, possible. But it was yeah. it cool. was incredibly yeah, it was it was very fun and interesting. And uh when I went two years ago, um I was I had no idea what to expect and um I thought about it all the time. So do you feel like when you come out of like so conferences like that, I feel like those like exclusive kind of events, I feel very recharged when i leave them especially if it's like you know really interesting and smart and optimistic people you feel really good coming out of it like oh we really can like solve the world's problems like with these guys on our side we can do it um but but what this is now about ai doom so are, are these smart you know formerly optimistic people less optimistic now what's going on um uh, the, the the message was like we can solve things, but we're gonna have to get more people on deck. Okay. Like, um, it's it's possible, but it's gonna be hard, and we mm. need to marshal mm-hmm. our resources mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just about AI; we talked about all kinds of things. Mm. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, you do realize, um. You do realize that there are that there, there are people people out there are really just like incredibly smart like in, smart in a way that you don't encounter every day. So it's a lot of really sort of quirky quirky people, as you might imagine. Yeah. Um, but it's very fun. And, it's rare uh, to meet a very smart person who isn't also kind of a like a weirdo that makes you feel a little uncomfortable in their presence. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Are there any like basic? super smart people like do does anybody I'm the, i have yet to meet well no i i, I met i met a few no i should i should like that. I has it has a high a super high iq person ever ordered a pumpkin spice latte <sighs> hmm. i think they hmm. would be the ones to order it though but in hmm. like a you know in a, in a way that we wouldn't even comprehend you know in an ironic they, would, they, way. Would, they would yeah they would understand the meaning behind it yeah uh yeah. i know do you think that like um 
like Elon Musk's kids with their odd names have those names written on their Starbucks cups when they order them. Techno Mechanis, uh, Mechanicus or whatever his name is. Yeah. I don't think so. I met his kids. Some of them. You did? Yeah. When? This um, morning? At last the, week? At the debate. Um, oh. Yeah. And they were so cute. So cute. And, it, you know, my baby wasn't with me. And it made me very sad to be around them because they were just being adorable. Were they very, very like chubby. talking about going to Mars? And they were like, they come on, let's go. Say let's much go. of anything. I want to go to Mars. Picking up things off the floor and eating them. So, Oh, they ate stuff off the floor. That's a, it's a toddler thing. It's what they Elon do. Elon Musk's They're very kids good at it. eat stuff off the floor. They all eat stuff off the floor. That's <laughs> mm. what they do. It's, um, it's, it's good for them, I think. But anyway, yeah, right. they were very, very cute. Um, um, wow. That's that's exciting. You should have uh, <laughs> should kidnapped one of them and then uh, asked for a ransom. You would have uh, you could have financed this entire podcast. Um, Megan, you're filled with brilliant uh, ideas. And this is why you this is why you got invited to that conference because I'm, I'm an innovator. Yeah, innovator. Yeah. So anyway, and uh, after that conference, we had an unspeakeasy one day retreat in in Denver, which um, was fantastic. It was too short. We've never done a one day thing, but um, it was great. And uh, we had there were about, I don't know, 15 of us. And we talked about all kinds of things off the record. So I can't tell you about that. You keep going through these secret conversations. Everything I do is in public. I do nothing but record podcast conversations in public. And, and then so I don't get a little off the record that I don't get to that I don't get to be a part of. It's ridiculous. Well, there's plenty I get left out of from your life, but okay. anyway, I get to have a little off the record time. Mm-hmm. I, I should say. Um, anyway, so that was fun, and uh, I'm going to announce the 2024 uh, retreats. I'm going to announce at least half of the 2024 retreats on Speakeasy uh, in a week or so, so people can stay tuned for that. Anyway. Um, yeah, so the the big the big uh, intellectual news is uh, regarding our friend Coleman Hughes and uh, his TED Talk um, and uh, a, a meltdown in, in TED Talk land, which I don't know why they didn't close the schools for that. Um, uh, yeah. Um, or- <sighs> do we have new things to say about it? Even because we've seen this has happened before. This will happen again. Uh, it just happens to be that this time it's Coleman and Ted and next time it'll be, you know, some other heterodox type person who says something extremely anodyne uh, and gets flamed for it for reasons that, you know, no one can really understand. And then we play this game, this back and forth, uh, which is what kind of it played out with with Ted and Coleman. So. Uh, Coleman published a piece on the f- in the free press, Barry Weiss's free press, about uh, you know a week before this recording, September yeah, September twenty. Why is Ted scared of color blindness? And he, you know, in that piece, I would uh, recommend that people go through it. He, you know, talked about his experience, uh, you know, being asked to speak uh, at TED, which was obviously like huge. Uh, moment for him in his career he's a young like budding intellectual that's a huge you know, it's it's a it's a place of enormous exposure and this is when where careers are made right right and 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 to some extent it's like it's it's as if 
you can say, all right, I'm a legitimate now. <laughs> you know, now I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a crank. I'm not this like no name Substack writer spouting away. I have something. Yes. It's very legitimizing. Well, right. Yes. It's, it's yes. talk about, um, establishment. You've, mm-hmm. you've been, uh, anointed by the establishment. Right. Right. Precisely. Um, and uh, I think it opens a lot of doors too, once you have a TED talk under your belt. Uh, so he, you know, he got invited to speak. He was excited. He prepared a talk on colorblindness, which is up online. If people want to um, listen in to what caused this whole drama, the whole place. And he and talks about, yeah, he's talking about racial colorblindness, by racial the way. Color not blindness, actual not colorblindness. Actual, right. Um, and this was, and this, we should also say this was last April. This was this past April. When he gave the talk. Um, yes. When he gave the talk. Right. Yeah. At the yearly TED conference. Yes. Um, in Vancouver. And he, you know, uh, he thought that the talk went well. People, uh, you know, appreciated it. Uh, and then afterwards, you know, some, uh, there were TED employees, right. Who, who had some problems with it and they voiced their problems, uh, a little bit. Um, and, yeah. You, you, do you? Yeah. I just so so. Okay. So basically, what happened? The the talk went well. He said even a few people stood up and applauded. So we got like a partial standing ovation. Um, and it was over overall extremely well received. So the day after the talk, Coleman hears from Chris Anderson, who's the head of TED, and Chris says that a group called Black at TED, 